The Jingle Hop has indeed begun. Welcome everybody, welcome back to Living Off the Land, the All Things Cleveland podcast with your hosts, Jordan, Jimmy, and I'm Dan, and we have a special guest today, which we'll get to in a minute. Uh, follow us on all social media platforms, at the LOTL podcast. Uh, hit us up on our website, lotlpodcast.com, where we will be posting some new stuff here coming up soon. New article from Steve uh, chronicling the high school football state championship uh, state championships that ended this past week. Uh, so Steve will give his takes on all those games, and uh, we're going to be getting up a new picture of the week uh, post with a uh, few pictures, um, including some Christmas lights around the city, uh, maybe a little Christmas bar action, that good stuff. Right, Jordan? Yes, sir. All right. Yes, sir. So. Uh, speaking of Jordan, uh, what are you drinking there, buddy? Well, we got a special brewski here today. Um, I found Collision Bend, one of our own breweries here in the That's great right. city of Cleveland. Uh, I found Collision Bend's Eight Crazy Nights Winter Ale. So, uh, decided to bring it over. It's very much, in some ways, your typical Christmas ale, winter ale. Um, I think it has some stuff that kind of separates it from others it's pretty spicy um, you know what when i first when i nip. first took a sip of it i immediately said it tastes <clears throat> like great lakes and then right. it, collision bend that's great lakes is it's their, it's their brew the brewer exactly so if it does it's not too surprising name, and if you look at the ingredients it has here it's got honey so that's one of the key ingredients that um yep honey and cinnamon great lakes has so um it's great it's a great christmas ale or i guess technically it's a hanukkah ale you were saying or Eight Crazy Nights, yeah. Is, is, I've never seen this movie. It's, it's a, it says Holiday Ale, so yeah, we're going to be celebrating. Yeah, Christmas, exactly. For Hanukkah, Today Kwanzaa. we're celebrating Hanukkah. What can I say? You know? Sure. <laughs> what night of Hanukkah is it? I don't know. It's this, this. I don't know either. I'm not sure which one of the eight nights. but Jimmy, what's up? You caught me in a bad time. How's it going? And our special guest tonight, back for the third time. Yeah. Hannah, what's up? Hi, how are you guys? Fantastic. Happy to be here. Guest of the year. Third time. <laughs> guest of the year. Nominated for the, I don't know. How many other people the are guesties. in my category? The guesties. Unanimous Just MVP. Steve. Just Steve. <laughs> Steve would be the only person who's probably tied you or who is right, right yeah. below you. And I like Steve, so it could yeah. be a co-award. Okay. So Sure. All right. Uh, yeah, we got that out of the way. <laughs> So trying to think something else to say or yeah well we're gonna have some picks for you uh uploaded to the website they're just yep. like some holiday picks i took a picture of uh tower city public square uh it's really pretty right now um, and then we all hung out at the corner the, christmas bar the around the corner christmas bar so we have that was a really fun night we'll go into really more details about that yeah. um that was like the highlight of the month for me so far. The Christmas bar? Yes, I'll, I'll explain why. But that, wow, that was a good night. Um, so not, we have, we'll have pictures not, of not, that. Not too. your new job? The new job is the highlight. That yes, was November, technically. That's, so you're That's safe. November. So yeah, okay. that was November's highlight. <laughs> sure. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so anyway, oh real quick, I just want to kind of touch on what we're going to talk about tonight. Um, Hannah's here to talk about 
give us an update on the New Horizons project that she's been on talking about a couple times. So the house that her work and, uh, well, you kind of, you have relationships with both parties. I do. So your work and the city mission, Mm -hmm. um, AXA and the city mission uh, that came together to uh, do this for this family Um, from Laura's home. Uh, we are going to get into our poll of the week and our top five of the week, which are both Christmas themed, uh, since we're in December and you guys heard our lovely Christmas opening song, Jingle Bell Rock. Uh, so we're keeping with that theme. Heck yeah. (laughs) Then we're going to get into some sports talk. We got a lot going on because there's stuff going on with every team in the city. Uh, you know, as we've been going through the Brown season here and as the Browns have been surging, we've been talking a lot about the Browns and Baker Mayfield. We'll talk about that. Uh, we'll talk about, uh, you know, since we're talking about the New Horizons project, we'll also talk about um, how Baker's raising money for another uh, charity in Cleveland, Providence House. Uh, so we'll talk about that, touch on that a little bit, and that event that they had. Um, we will talk about the Cavs, who made a trade. Uh, Delhi's back. And there is another new NBA jersey design, which me and Jordan have some comments oh, on. Oh, do I ever have some comments on these <laughs> Nike jerseys. Oh. Uh, did you see them, Jimmy? <laughs> yeah. You saw them? I like the Cavs. All right, well, we'll get into that. Did you see them? No. You didn't see them? I'll look them up no, before them up. we have this conversation. Yeah. Uh, and then the Indians made a... Small guess, trade. Well, not really. I'm but, kidding. It was, it was yeah. a joke. <laughs> uh, but it's really interesting because I don't quite understand it. So maybe we can talk through it a little bit and I'll get a better understanding of it. So, uh, yeah. And then we've got some events that Jordan's going to talk about coming up in the city. Some Christmas themed events that people can take advantage of. And then we will say goodbye. So that's about all we'll talk about this week. So, uh, yeah, Hannah, let's talk about first. Give us an update on the project, New Horizons. All right, so I was looking back while we were discussing it, and I was first on here on your fifth episode Mm -hmm. talking about this, and I listened back to it, and it was when we were in fundraising mode. Uh So a lot's happened since then. We have the house. Obviously, we've been uh, deep into the renovation phase, and we're coming out at the other end, and the house has our ribbon-cutting ceremony next Friday the 21st. So we are almost there. There's still some last minute touches to do on the house, but it has been such an exciting um, and a learning process. You know, I've learned a lot along the way. We've had some bumps in the road, but we're almost there and the family's almost in. So I'm really excited. I know. We're getting close. And we were there. We were actually there yesterday. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, I was there. Well, Hannah's been there pretty much like every day. Yeah, she's yeah. been going a lot lately. But uh, I was there with a couple of our friends who decided to um, help out last night and did some work. And I was there like, not like when they first got the house, but I was in there maybe like a couple weeks after you guys started. Yeah, like probably like just a month into it. And that compared to like now oh. is... It's insane. It doesn't look like the same house. So the very first day we went in, the house had been sitting vacant, I want to say at least over a year. Could have been longer. It looked like it. And you would not believe what the house looked like the very first day. Like, it was full of carpet 
and animal hair and that I didn't see. No, no. it was not a pretty picture. And the, although the kitchen was disgusting, when it I was bad. There. Yeah, but the progress on the house in just I mean six months has been yeah. so neat to watch. And I think because I've been there so much, I don't see it as yeah, much as people it. who come in like once a month. I walked in yesterday after not being there for like, I think it was like six weeks. And like everything's painted, like the cabinets, the countertops are in. Like, in the, mm-hmm. like the first thing you see is the kitchen, like when you walk right. in. Actually, the first thing I noticed was that the, the porch is done. Yeah. Which was awesome because the porch was all ripped up and the railing was actually inside the house. Mm-hmm. There's a garage built but now. There's a, there wasn't one there no. before, so it's it's awesome. We worked on the we worked on the little girls' room upstairs mm-hmm. last night. Got some painting done and all that, and that's cool how it looks and um, it's really cool for sure. I can't wait for next Friday. I yeah. think it's going to be a very special day. It's been a lot of love put into this project for the basically all of 2018. So. So the goal was to get the family moved in for Christmas, right? Yes. Yeah. And we're going to make it happen. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah it, it's... Well, you work You work there now. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> At AXA. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Jordan couldn't make it last night. But... I uh, I got traded. Uh, no, you didn't. You didn't get trade. traded. You left. <laughs> Free you I, I, re- <laughs> I requested a trade. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I work at AXA now. Um yeah, it's really cool. It's really awesome to see what Hannah's been doing there. And, and just to see that the Cleveland branch has been supporting it. Um, <clears throat> I haven't been out there myself, uh, but I uh, helped a little bit with uh, some of the gifts that we're providing mm-hmm. for the kids. Because uh, <clears throat> I, I just felt, um, you know, every little kid should be able to to get the gifts they want. So uh, that's really, that, that's something that's always been important to me I mean because I grew up I was blessed to have parents that were able to give us pretty much whatever gifts we wanted yeah. they did a really really good job of that so um it's really exciting that they're not only gonna get those gifts but they're gonna get a home too so yeah so it's not it's not it's not only just like the house like so they're gonna walk in and like the house is gonna be like stocked with everything they need yeah. so like all their yes. appliances like furniture mm-hmm. like so well you have to think um the woman and her family have been living at Laura's home yeah. for, at this point, almost two years. Right. So, yes, they're getting a home, but it takes a lot to fill a oh, house. Yeah. So, AXA then, we adopted her for Christmas, her and her family. So, mm-hmm. you know, things you don't think about, like light bulbs and a vacuum and things like that. So, we're trying to basically make it move and ready and not put a big burden on her to have to go out and purchase all these items and when she moves in. So for sure. make a house a home. Yeah. And uh, we'll include a link on our website and on social media and stuff so you guys can see like progress and stuff because that's on the, online, right? Yeah. Um, so you guys can check it out. You guys can see kind of where the house was and like where it is now. And then um, I'm assuming that there will be a lot of stuff posted for the ribbon cutting ceremony and when they move in. And Yeah, we'll stuff. have a video that will be like start to finish so I can give that to you guys to put up. Awesome. Thank you for uh, all your support, all of you, posting about it and showing up for work days and buying gifts. I yeah, really appreciate yeah, it. Of course. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that's one of the one of the reasons why we started this podcast is, you know, we didn't just want to talk about sports. We didn't just want to, like, talk about going to different breweries and, right, and right. all that stuff. Like, we wanted to highlight, like, good things that are happening in the city. Mm-hmm. So yeah. so this is a, this is a perfect... Exactly. Uh, 
Cause Perfect it's, thing it's to more than just for ooh, us to get involved. It's in. more than just a trendy nightlife. You mm-hmm. know, living off the land is the name implies yeah. is more than that, or should be more than that. I should say, so. for sure. All right, so awesome. Yeah, we're almost done. Almost. Getting close. <laughs> um, okay, so let's transition here. Get into some of our normal episode <clears throat> rhythms. Uh, what do we want to do? Top five of the week first. Yeah. Okay. It's a good one. one. (laughs) Who wants to go first? Uh, We're doing top five favorite Christmas songs. Did you know about this ahead of time? I did. She did about half an hour ago. Okay. So you're ready? Do you want to go first? I am. Yeah, if you want me to go first, I can go first. Go first. All right. So I'm a big fan of the classics. I love like the hymns and the the traditional Christmas Christmas music. Christmas carols. So am I going five to one or one to five? We usually go five to one. Okay. Good to know. Uh, number five is Silent Night. I just love the reverence of that oh, song. Yeah. We sing it every Christmas Eve, you know, with the candles. Mm-hmm. So, love that. Um, my only non, I guess, traditional type song is It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas. Number Good four. Good one. It just always gets me in the mood. Which version? Mm. Yeah, which one of the 5,000 Any versions? and all things Brett Eldridge Holiday <laughs> is my answer. We had, a, we had a lively discussion before the episode today. about. If anyone out there is listening, Brett Eldridge Holiday album is the album Doesn't sing it for Christmas. Mm, okay. I mean, you know, it... it I will, tor- no, I I will say not- this. He, he doesn't... No, we have to talk about this. No, because he, it's going <laughs> to torpedo the episode. He doesn't sound like the usual Brett Eldridge. So no, it's okay. I, I was like... I'm actually okay you mean with, with yeah. I'm, I'm okay with twangy cunt, uh, Christmas. No, but he doesn't do that. And he, by the album cover, the way he's dressed and the way he's singing, he's clearly trying to invoke the classic crooners. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't say he sounds like Sinatra, but he's singing like that style of yes. music, which oh, is all but dead now. So it's cool. Yeah, so it's cool yes. to hear that because it's an all but dead style of music. I mean, Michael Bublé is the only person that comes to mind who mm-hmm. really Michael re, re, uh, like that reinforced that, or that's the wrong word, uh, revived that, I yes. should say. Um, so it's cool to see that. I, I, I like anyone who does that, because that's my favorite type of Christmas music. So I agree. It's a great album. I've been listening to it nonstop, but not yeah. everyone here at this table agrees. That's fine. I didn't say it was bad. I just <laughs> we, we, we started to compare him to Frank Sinatra, and... It what, it took a downward turn. That's yeah. fine. Anyways, number three, I love Mary Did You Know. Oh, very good. I yeah, love yeah. the words to that song. And then number two is Oh Come All Ye Faithful. Mm-hmm. And one is Oh Holy Night. It's my Ooh, favorite of all time. Good so good. My mom, it's her favorite song. And I think I grew up just knowing that. And mm-hmm. it's all time favorite. That's awesome. That's those it. Good. Thank you. I like those. Appreciate I agree. I like, I like the classic carols. One of the J's. Let's go next. James, you haven't talked a lot. <laughs> Jim in a while. Jimothy. Right. Jim? Wait. J- James? Jim? Jimothy. Jimothy? Jimothy. <laughs> no? Jimbabwe? Thomas? How did that not land? I know it's the office. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm just kind of I was waiting for you to say yes, and then yes. I was going to go, okay, Jimothy. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Okay. Number five. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays by the Notorious and Sync. You knew it was going to be on there. Oh, yeah. that's on. Okay. He had to get yeah, JT yeah, yeah. in there somehow. Yeah, had to fit yeah, yeah. JT. If there's yeah, a top yeah. five and to. I can fit JT in there, he's going to be on it. 
Uh, number four, Baby It's Cold Outside. Uh, you know, despite the controversial... controversial. It is not banned, it is not banned on this show. Not banned on this show. I've read Eldridge. This is a Baby It's Cold Outside podcast. Just because I knew Hannah was here, oh. I had to put the Brett Eldridge version. It's really good. Okay. Okay. Number three. Who's the girl? Megan Trainor. Uh, yeah, Megan Trainor. Weird, but okay. It works. It's All about that bass, no trouble. I hate that song. All right, number three. <laughs> I do too, but she's got a good voice, so I'll give her that. All right, number three is Jingle Bells, specifically. <laughs> yes. Michael Bubble. Oh, okay. I, didn't know if we were I just mean, doing I do like, like Michael Bublé, but I'll, I'll, wait. I'll wait. I didn't know if we were just going to be. I really appreciate broad. you have your version. No, no, you yeah. can say that. You can say that. No, version. you can do version. No, okay. Sure. No, I like that's it. All, that's all I did. Yeah, do the versions. Do the versions. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Number number two. <laughs> <laughs> number two. All I want for Christmas is you. Oh God. Featuring. All right. Justin Bieber. Yeah. Oh okay. my God! The Biebs. Phenomenal. I cannot, I cannot get on board with this. The Biebs. I absolutely despise. Whatever. That song. that song ruins Christmas for me. Have you heard it's, the Justin Bieber? Version? I've heard every. Have you? The worst version is the CeeLo Green version. I will say. Oh. At least There's probably the, a reason for that. At least the Mariah Carey one is the classic. I'll give her that. But oh man, the CeeLo Green one makes you want to scratch your ears off. Bah humbug, Jordan. I'm so ready. Number for one. one. Last Christmas, okay. Glee version. This is oh, how you know. On, this man. is how you know he's a millennial. <laughs> I know. Jimmy's list is the best. It's the best. It, it's the most upbeat Christmas songs you can think of. No, that's not true. What it's are you actually. About? It's a very happy. Uh, Santa Claus is coming wait, wait, to wait, town. Wait, 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 wait. That's no. Wait. Boring. You do know what Last Christmas is about, right? Last Christmas is about a couple breaking up. That's not. A, uh, it's upbeat. It sounds it's happy. upbeat. Alright, I'm changing number five right now because... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm going next. Alright, number five, Joy to the World. Um, I really like the med- melody. I like the words. Um, and as Hannah said, I also really like the classic Christmas hymns and Christmas carols. Um, I pretty much like all Christmas music. So that's not to say that I don't like modern Christmas music or the goofy songs, but those are my favorite. Um... Number four, it's Jordan beginning. Love screaming the ones at at bars too. At Christmas bar, yeah. Yes, we'll talk awesome. about that. Uh, number four, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Hmm? Um, I don't remember which version it is. It's either Andy Williams or somebody. Fred no, Fred not Brett Eldridge. Really good. It's one of those classic <laughs> dudes. Maybe it's it actually might be Sinatra, <laughs> but man, it's so good. It just invokes nostalgia. Who sounds like Frank Sinatra? Brett Eldridge. No, he doesn't. Number three, Angels We Have Heard on High. I think the chorus for this song is one of the best. Um, It's so much fun to sing with the group. And uh, it's just a great... I really love the story of Christmas, especially the part where the angels sing in the field. Mm-hmm. So I love anything that has to do with that. It's it's a weekly occurrence. It happens every week. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Like, can I mute it? Yes, yeah. you can. Like, Without, okay, like you just did. <laughs> I get oh, I kind of get scared that I'm going to mute the whole episode. Oh. So I avoid it. So I, I see avoid what you're it. saying. Yeah, I get nervous. Um, number two is the Hallelujah Chorus. Oh, oh yes. So I, we talked about this today. I honestly, no joke, I think Handel's Messiah might be the greatest piece of music ever written. I'd agree with um, that. If not the greatest, one of the greatest. And the entire thing, some of the songs are a little slow, but like, there's a lot of really good ones. And the Hollywood course is obviously like the highlight. Um, I tweeted about this today, me and Dan chatted about this briefly. Like, when you either experience it live, or you see it with the Mormon Tabernacle Choir, or one of those big groups, 
like when the strings start playing like the intro and everyone stands up it's like goosebumps like it's just the most beautiful music experience um sing it every year in choir and as someone who grew up as a christian too like it's really interesting to see the theology that uh handel put into Mm -hmm. the music it's really fascinating um number one is jingle bells uh ever since i was a kid batman smells (laughs) no i hate you ever since i was a kid that has been my favorite christmas song we used to listen to this one as kids it was a smoky mountain christmas (laughs) tape cassette that my mom had and they had this like crazy version where it was like a fiddle and like a dual simmer and like hands like making the i don't know it was like all old school uh or not old school um very rustic but it sounded really cool so yeah jingle bells although frank sinatra's jingle bells is the best of course in my opinion so because he is the best yes he is all right dan you're my countryman oh that's right you know that he was tied with the mob yep he he was legit tied with the mob to the point where the fbi had files on him so was my grandfather wait what did i say that you say that you're not supposed to (laughs) oh god i'm gonna die okay sorry i was not my fault it's my turn? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, number five, Last Christmas by Wham, the original version. <laughs> I never the said best I didn't version. like it. Yeah, but it's the best version. <laughs> she rocks out to Wham. Not a big Limp Biscuit fan. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right, I got the reference. Okay, bowling, thanks. Bowling for soup. Thanks, Hannah. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, number four, Angels We Have Heard on High. Uh, this version of mine... I love by Home Free, which is a country acapella uh, group. Oh, and they do I think I've heard this. Incredible version yeah. of this song. No, I've definitely heard They this sing song. it in a church. Yeah, it's really uh, good. Number three, Have a Holly Jolly Christmas. Mm. Yes, classic. Wait, the Burl Ives one? Yes. Or? Oh, okay. yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Uh, number two was our intro song last week. It's the most wonderful time of year. Classic. Because. Well, I do it differently than some people because I listen to Christmas music as soon as Halloween's over. Okay. And that's the first song that I listen to. Okay. Because it's the most wonderful time of year. It's the most wonderful time. And then number one's the greatest Christmas song of all time is Silent Night. This is a good, that's a good choice. I love, like Hannah said, I love the classical, like almost (coughs) hymnal, like... They, t- they are, man. Yeah, and we had this conversation. Yeah. I wasn't the biggest fan of being at a bar and a bunch of drunk people screaming it. Yeah. I get because that, but like, like... So so those type of like Christmas songs are almost like... That, they're irreverent. Silent Night is essentially a worship song. No, I agree. And I we guess, all go to church here, so we know what like worship the way, songs This is like. how I look at it. So First it's, a, of it's, all, a, it's almost sacred to me. For, well, I agree it's sacred. First of all, we were all taking it seriously. Like, we weren't making fun of the song mm-hmm. by any means and oh, I know. number two i always find it weird at christmas time um how most people what regardless of what religion or if they care about church or go to church or care about god they'll be singing these songs nonetheless yeah. and i think that's cool mm-hmm. like i think even though a lot of people there were trashed and like probably didn't care what they were singing about nonetheless they were still singing and whether they meant it or not, they were singing and praising the Savior's birth. So I'm okay with it. I understand fully what you're saying, but I guess I just 
don't know. It might just be that I just view it differently, but I think it's cool to hear people sing it regardless of what the circumstance You're such a progressive. I kind of feel both ways. Like, I think it's No, I, cool. I agree with Dan, 100%. No, I think it is weird to be singing those songs in a bar, but it also is kind of neat to have an entire group of people Cause, singing Because I'm the same way on St. Patrick's Day if people sing Amazing Grace, which a lot of people yeah. do. Like... It annoys me that some people are doing it as a joke, but yet, nonetheless, they're still singing Amazing Grace. Mm-hmm. So, I'm kind of like, all right. Can, can I have a, can I, I just thought of this. Can I have a honorable mention? Yes. <laughs> Let's all do an honorable mention. Oh, no, not to go I feel like you don't want to hear me say anymore. <laughs> no, we do. Okay, go. honorable mention. Your first honorable mention. It, it happened. I want your It came mention. on at the Christmas bar, and I literally lost my oh, mind. Oh, I know what you're talking about. about. <laughs> The Italian Christmas donkey. Dominic Never Donald. mind. Honorable Jimmy, have you, mention Jimmy, have you ever have you ever heard this song? I have. Okay. I've it's actually. Amazing. You know what? I never heard it until we. I heard it that night. I've never. The heard The Italian it Christmas donkey. Jingy ching. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't know either. We just oh, we always man. sing it. Yeah. I, um. I, so who cares? I'm weird. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My honorable mention is Santa Claus is coming to town. I think Santa Claus is kind of corny, but I just like the symbol. I love the mythology of it or whatever you want to say. And I love the Frank Sinatra, the Dean Martin, like all those old school versions with the big band. Oh, you know, it's like, I can't even, you know, you know what I'm talking about when the big band like pops in and Mm -hmm. it's just like trumpets and all those. Oh, it's so great. Such a classic Christmas song. Jimmy or Hannah? I'm going to let him find his version. Uh, Alright, I'm going to go off the wall with this one, and it's mostly for childhood memories. Okay. I love <laughs> The Grinch. So The Grinch oh, song, man. yes, it makes, I mean, it's like a weird song, but Very it just like weird. makes da, 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 me laugh. Da, 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 da. And we watch it every Christmas. It is so El classic. It so. is a classic. The old school cartoon version? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Not that stupid Jim Carrey one. I hate that How movie. How dare you? I hate that movie oh, so much. I don't know that I hate it, but I like the cartoon one more. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The original's always better, if anything. But it's just that song, I mean. Yeah. It's fun. Here to me one. It's not early in the morning. I can't get that, <laughs> I can't get that low. If I were to record myself singing that first thing in the morning, I'd, I would James Earl Jones the crap James out of that song. Earl Jones. Jimmy, are you ready? Jimmy. I think so. Jimmy, what do you got? I'm so excited. Is it I want to say no. Oh my goodness. It's your I boy. See who it is. My boy. Michael Bublé. Michael Bublé. <laughs> Have yourself. Oh, he's saying <laughs> A merry yes. Christmas. That's it. That's your It's a good one. Be like. I. I like Michael Bublé. He, I like that he sings. Like I for said, as much crap. Can you listen to the Brett Aldridge version of that song? Oh my <laughs> god! Uh, you know what? You can't knock it. So. I've never heard anyone promote the Brett Eldridge. I should really album. tag him in this podcast. You should watch him be like, Do "Oh, I haven't had I much him. publicity lately." Yeah. Sure, he's gonna he's gonna be like, "Hey, who are those guys?" Hey, could I? Why is he talking like that? He does not. It's weird. It's weird, but he does. He sings like a country person unless it's Christmas, and then he talks like that. I do like Michael Bublé, but I just, yeah. I hate that. You know what I don't like? I don't like that there's a lot of kids out there that think, well, I've never heard this before. No, it's yeah, like, right. this is literally He's what... a carbon copy right. which, of the original. Which I'm okay with, except for yeah. the fact when I hear young girls and young kids, girls especially. Oh, he's the greatest. They'll be like, oh my God, I've never heard something like this before. It's like, ah, look up issue. Frank Sinatra, look up Dean Martin, look up... Uh, Bing Crosby, look oh, up Andy man. Williams, Nat King Cole. all Nat King Cole. We've got, there's, we've got uh, 
Ah, uh, uh, that's the part that annoys me. We've got a, a Bing uh, yeah, I record it, yeah. over there. I have the Frank Sinatra record. I don't even have a record player, but I have his Christmas album. I love him. I didn't um, know this was like such an issue. It is. Now, I again, I'm not a, I'm not mad that he sings like that. I love that he sings like that because he brought that type of music uh, uh, into the mainstream again. But I just hate that people, some people actually don't know that it's an old style of music that's not actually anything new at all. But anyways. End of rant. <laughs> end of rant and, and end of segment. <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's switch. Let's do this real quick because we couldn't really think of a poll of the week this week, so I decided to go very cliche. Uh, do you guys consider Die Hard a Christmas movie? Hannah first. Um, I'm not educated to make this decision because I've it? never yeah. seen <laughs> Die Hard. So, sure. I know people do, but I have well, no I, opinion. To somebody, uh, he voted no. I want to hear I his reasoning no. why. I just, I, I just don't think of it as a Christmas movie. I, I don't care. It's not, it's not what I look for in a Christmas movie. That's really the main reason. But what do you look for in a Christmas movie? Um, I don't know. More traditional ideas of what Christmas is, like. I want it to be a drama about either some people who are too poor for gifts or something, or I don't know. No, like like It's a Wonderful Life, and they're in financial ruin, and they realize what the true meaning of Christmas is, or Rudolph, which is literally about you know Rudolph. But what about something like Home Alone? I don't like Home Alone. Whoa. No, Whoa. I, no, All I right, don't. this is a separate discussion. I don't, and I do not think... Say that till next week. I week. think it's a ridiculous excuse for a Christmas movie, so... <laughs> Jimmy's mouth is agape right now. Why is why, why is it a good Christmas movie? Why Besides the fact that people, I under I respect the tradition of watching Home Alone. I just don't like it. Like a Christmas story, I know everyone groans, but but a Christmas story is literally just a random story about Christmas. It's about the kid who wants a BB gun and the adventures that led up to that for Christmas. Correct. And they go to the mall and they go get a tree. And they do all that. That's Christmassy stuff. Yeah. Like, Home Alone is not like that. Die Hard is not like that. Like, that's why they're not Christmas I understand. movies to me. So you want it to be Christmassy, consistent throughout the movie. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. There can be no last Christmas. Or like Christmas. the movie, the Nativity movie. It's literally about what Christmas is all about. But I'm all about Home Alone that. is Christmas all the way through. I mean, yes, but... I just don't More like, so I just don't like Home Alone. I just don't like Home you Alone. You have problems. I, I do have movie problems. I think ask Dan would know. I I don't yes. find most movies funny. Yeah, he's a weird like sense the movies of humor. I find funny are very he's few a very and far weird, between. He's a very weird sense of humor. That too. Uh, Jimmy, what did, what do you think? Would you? Have I'm you, gonna go ahead and say yes, my man. I'm gonna go just because of the argument you have with Home Alone. I consider Home Alone to be a Christmas movie. No, it's I mean, one of the best. It no, it's a yeah. Christmas movie. Okay. I just don't like so it. So I think you should you consider Die Hard. Well, Die Hard's a Christmas movie then. No, I don't think it is. It just, it's, What's about, the it's about terrorism. It's not about <laughs> It's a movie that... All had, the Christmas values. And, and home. home Alone is about home invasion and robbery. <laughs> like, no, that's, it's like the meaning of Christmas is family. Is well, yeah, home I know. It, 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 so is Die, Die Hard, a guy is literally going... Die Hard is literally John McClane, who's Bruce Willis, is going to visit his wife and his kids because he's a cop in New York and she works in L.A. He's going to visit them for Christmas. And just because uh, Alan Rickman, who plays Hans Gruber as a German terrorist, all hell breaks loose, doesn't mean it's not a Christmas movie. Also, Christmas movies are supposed to be a little more pure. And that movie is a little intense to be a Christmas movie. Pure? 
Yeah. Okay, what about Black Christmas? I that's a horror movie. <laughs> okay, that's, but a, that's a Christmas movie. But too. it's a horror movie. It has the word Christmas in it. I don't care. It's a horror it movie. It certainly doesn't have Christmas values in it. Oh my goodness. Nobody okay. watches Black Christmas. You don't get the children in Let's Watch Black Christmas. <laughs> but it's considered a Christmas movie. I, I guess. Correct? I mean, I sure. Yeah. I've never seen it. It's messed Me up. Either. It is a Christmas movie, but it's a horror movie. That's a whole separate genre. The holiday horror is a whole separate genre, like okay. Krampus and all those weird... I've never seen Krampus. If you guys want a trip, by the way, watch a movie called A Christmas Horror Story. Trippy. Very trippy. So Die Hard takes place during Christmas, has Christmas music all throughout the movie. At the end of the movie... So the movie is about uh, a husband and wife who live on other opposite sides of the country because of their jobs, and they're going through a tough time. And by the end of the movie, when John McClane, Bruce Willis, ends up kicking uh, Alan Rickman's butt, Hans Gruber, uh, they end up falling in love again, and they're one big happy family. I mean, I respect that. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. It's just not what Carl I want. Carl Winslow's in it. It's just not what I want when I want to get in the Christmas spirit. That's fair. That's that's all it is. Like... But I don't agree with you for Home Alone. If I want to get in the Christmas spirit, see, Home I Alone, just don't. Jingle all the way. I jingle all the way. I hate that movie. It's oh, not, we're gonna it's fight. So dumb. We are it's literally so gonna fight. Dumb. That movie's actually one, really funny. At one point, and he literally flies into the sky. Un- <laughs> because he did. turns into Turbo Man. Okay, they never ever explained that he could actually do that. He just like did. Ah, oh, I just hate that. That's movie. what the doll does. I don't like that. He has a jetpack on the back of it. It's not, he's can't. not flying like I because of magic. Take, I just can't take movies like that seriously. Oh, I just we're going to fight. Now, I do love dumb movies, but like I just can't. Like, what? Can't. Okay. Well, you know, no, you know what good, a good Christmas movie is? It's Four Christmases. Have yes. That? Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon. One of my favorites. Yes. See, and, that sounds more like and my style. Vince make, Vaughn is funny. Make fun of me. Like oh, Vince my gosh. Like when, the baby, when the baby throws up and he's like, I'm going to do it too. He starts gagging and coughing. Movie. Oh my gosh. I like Vince Vaughn. Uh, make fun of me if you want. One of my favorite Christmas movies ever is The Holiday. I've never seen that. Jack Black, Cameron Diaz, Jude Law, Good Kate Winslet. I've not no? seen that. Nothing? Mm-mm. No. Jimmy, have you ever seen it? <laughs> I'll watch all I'll watch this movie. I will. I just have never it's, seen uh, it. It's yeah. Dude, it's, there's so many Christmas movies. It's more like a chick flick. Well, was there what were the results on the poll? Oh yeah, we never. Talked. <laughs> wow, rabbit trail. City Guest of the year, right here. Pulling, pulling us back on the tracks. Okay, so get that train back on the tracks. Twitter results were were war. Twitter, Twitter results were fifty-seven uh, percent no, forty-three yes. Wow. Uh, Facebook was seventy percent yes, thirty percent no. Uh, so? Big Tommy Vegas voted yes. Oh, Big Tom. Uh, who else? Who voted yes that we know? That's your dad, right? It is my dad. I love how he votes. Shout out. He votes every my single time. My dad is a big fan. Oh, he talked. He talked. Shout to me about out to it. my dad right now. <laughs> we talked. We talked about it last night. Actually, that's awesome. We're gonna have him on one day. You should. We absolutely yeah. should. But no, he said no because he said he's a slow talker. That's fine. Yeah. Okay, well, we don't have to, like, air out, like... No, but it'll be good if it's just, like, the three of you. Yeah, okay. He'll be fine. All right. He should be a guest. He'd be a great guest. Yeah. I agree. Uh, If you're listening, Mr. Vegas. It's your cordial invite. This is your invite. Pick a topic you want to talk about. Bring it on. DM us. What does he do for a living? What? What does he do for a living? My dad? Yes. He's an actuary. 
I don't even know what that is. It just means he's a lot <laughs> smarter than all of us. All right, we can talk about actuarism. Mm. No. 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 Okay, let's We can not. talk about Cleveland sports. We can talk about yeah, how he likes Cleveland sports. Oh, we can yeah. talk about how he's a Buckeye fan. Oh. That's a that's a bummer. Shout out. <laughs> right, Hannah? Give me a high five. It's <laughs> Hang on, Sloopy. I love, I love how you hate the Buckeyes. I do. I just, that makes me so happy. Yeah, she likes My poor She dad. likes rooting for losers. Okay. Okay. Anyways, seven, what's your next topic, seven Dan? Seven years in a row. Okay, so <laughs> speaking of football, let's talk sports. Yay. Sports. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I should have a disclaimer on the football section. Why? Because the last time I was on this show. Oh, you wanted Sam Darnold. I was an anti-Baker person, so I owe oh, has that changed? all Browns fans an apology. Mainly this one. Mainly you. Yep. I was not a Baker believer, Hannah, and I, I have you to know changed my ways. I despise. You're, pro- I, you're still not... Not fully like I'm like eighty four percent. Yeah, okay. That's a very distinct and exact number. To show you how wrong you were, I was I despise Oklahoma so much as a Longhorns fan. I hated Baker Mayfield. But he has actually gained my respect Mm -hmm. and I kinda like the dude. I do too. I just hate that he's a Oklahoma guy. That's I hate that so much. But I just didn't I'm happily wrong. Right, because it makes the Browns better. Yes. Because you guys actually have a quarterback. And you actually win games. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to be funny. We're in the hunt. But, like, do you remember how many years it was where it was like, oh, my goodness, they just want to win a game. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, they'll win two games in a row, lose a game, win another one, lose one, then they'll win two. Like, they're a normal football team now. (laughs) It's weird. Yeah. Jimmy, Baker Mayfield, thoughts? What are you doing? What? He's getting water. I'm just trying mm. to the creek on the Squeak, floor, man. Squeak City yeah. over here. Squeak City population uh, one. Um, <laughs> that's my saying. Are you part of the Mayfield Mafia? Me? No, I always say that. Oh my population God. me, huh? Are you part of the Mayfield Mafia? All about it. I'm starting wearing headbands more. Yes. Yeah. Were you, I actually ex- have were you excited from day one, or did it take yeah. you a little bit? Okay. No, I'd rather have I'm Baker remember. than Darnold. Did you did you want him originally, or I, don't quote me? Like I hope nobody goes back. Like oh, Jimmy's just. He's just there the, fans. the first episode I was on was the draft when we were that doing our draft episode? list. Yeah, the one yeah. where I literally just bowed but out because I had no idea any of the, the next. The next week is when we actually broadcast it live on Facebook. The yeah, draft. okay. I'll have to go back and look. I'm pretty sure I was Baker from day one. Yeah, I think I think I do remember you on Baker. If you weren't 100 percent Baker, you were like I. That's fine with me. He's a fence rider. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm all about you know, shake and bake. Shake and bake. Shake and bake. Well, as I as I I, uh, have him uh, categorized on our our little note sheet here, bounce back Baker because that's such a good. Who did he take an L to, Dan? I let you. I let you. Who did he take an L to? You are ridiculous. Really? You really want to do this? You just better hope Baker doesn't get into the playoffs. Oh, boy. I would love to play the Browns in the playoffs. That would be the greatest playoff game for the Texans. We can't go to the playoffs yet. We went out. I'm rooting for the you guys make the playoffs. For a lot of reasons. I I hate the Steelers, and that would be cool if the Browns make the playoffs. Well, we, I mean, the Steelers could still make the playoffs, even if the Browns do. Oh, you're right. It would be wild card. The the Ravens would probably get knocked out. But the Browns actually still could win the division. If... If they went out and the Steelers either lose out or trash right now. They're basura. 
That's good for the Texans, except uh, I just know if the Texans do anything, and this is a big if, they're going to have to probably go through the Patriots at some point. And I just know we'll lose that game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so, the so All whatever. Things Cleveland podcast. Talking about H-Town. Yeah. Uh, so, hey, your yeah. brother was there, wasn't he? He's still there. Still there. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, bounce back Baker. He had a tough game two weeks ago against Houston, but showed why uh, he's the best quarterback in this class and that he's a franchise quarterback and the reason why Browns fans are so hopeful right now uh, because he bounced back and we got a big win on Sunday at home against Carolina. Uh, Baker, he threw four incomplete passes that game and three of them you could categorize as drops. Every every single time he threw a pass, it hit the receiver in the hands. Yeah. Um, that one pass to Landry or Callaway, the touchdown, the thread the needle pass. You know, which we, we tweeted about it. The was it a touchdown? Yeah. Oh yes. yes yeah. Yes. That was that was Landry. Oh my goodness. Unreal. I, I don't even know what that was. Like I, I when I when I saw when I first it was like I saw the tweet that said it was a touchdown, so I knew yeah. it was going to be a touchdown. Yeah. But like when I saw the video, I literally almost was like, "Well, where was the touchdown? Like, was it another play app? Like, I couldn't believe the pass went through the and, and he got that. Like that was crazy. Like, yeah. So that was that was like a fifty yard bomb in the air. He threw first play of the game for well, first Browns offensive play of the game. He threw a 60, 65-yard dime to Rashad Perriman, the first play. And I they love had, that play call, by the way. They had that what? I love that play call. What? Throwing it deep? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they That was scripted. So NFL NFL teams generally script the oh, first 15 the offensive plays. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. So, Interesting. Uh, and then it changes depending on circumstance. But, uh, yeah, that was that was called. It was funny. They, they interviewed Rashad Perriman. Um, after the game, and he said that Baker told him when they were run, running onto the field, into the huddle, he told Perriman to haul ass. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Said. That's awesome. So, um, yeah, Browns got a big win, 26-20 against the Panthers. It was one of those games where, so Carolina was driving. We were up 26-20 in the fourth quarter, and Carolina was driving with a few minutes left. And usually if you're a Browns fan and a team's driving, when you're, when you're up by less than a touchdown – you just assume, like, okay, something bad's going to happen. The worst, yeah. You like, and, worst. and Carolina literally got down to the two-yard line. But because Cam Newton can't throw the football right now because his shoulder is like silly putty. Uh, yeah, he's a mess right now. Yeah. Well, if the you Panthers watched are him, kind of a mess. Oh, yeah, they've lost five in a row. But if you watched Cam Newton in that game, like, I'm not, like, like a football coach. Like, I can, like, okay, I see this, and I know what play they're running. But, like... Like, I, I can see a guy, and I can see the way he's throwing the ball and tell, like, something's wrong. So Cam Newton, even for, like, the shortest of passes, was throwing his entire body into the throw to get enough power Right, because his arm's a mess, right. Yeah, his or shoulder is jacked up. So uh, once they got down there, he tried putting as much mustard on those passes as he possibly could. And he just threw it by guys when they were down there, which lucked out for us. But... Um, yeah, so big win. Browns are five seven and one, still alive for the playoffs. They have to win out. Huge game on Saturday mm-hmm. at Cleveland fans' house of horrors, Mile High, Denver. Really, the they're drive, not, the fumble. Not, oh, oh Denver right. Broncos okay, cost classic, the Browns at yeah. least one Super Bowl. You're right, classic, classic Browns. Yeah, yeah. 
No, I mean like that I mean old school Browns. I mean that's what I meant. Yeah, like I'm not yeah, yeah. new school Browns. Right. Uh, so it, it's like this season's been like a cleansing for Browns fans. There have been so many things that the Browns have done that. Have you seen that? I think ESPN Stats and Info tweeted it or something. Like all the records that this team has broken, or the or the bad things that this team. Yeah, has like a, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. like. We're coming off 0-16, so right. just to get a win. Uh, win back-to-back games, win in the division, win on the road. Uh, what else was it? There was one other thing. I can't remember. Um, but anyway, just winning. winning in Denver. The Browns haven't won in Denver since <laughs> 1990. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. And before that, they, they lost. Uh, so the drive... Happened in Cleveland. So we played the Broncos, but that happened in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. The fumble, which was the very n- next year, I think, was in Denver. That was where the Browns had, had the ball like inside the five-yard line and were running in to win the game. And if they scored a touchdown, they would have gone to the Super Bowl. And their running back fumbled the ball at the one-yard line. <clears throat> and they didn't go to the Super Bowl. They would have won the Super Bowl that year. Yeah, who do they? Who do they? Who do they I don't play? know. I don't remember. I wasn't. Born. But they probably would have. Yeah, one. I I remember one of those. My dad used to tell me one of those two years for sure the Browns would have won the Super Bowl. That's crazy. So, but hopefully in the next five ten years we will win a Super Bowl because we have Baker. <laughs> you know, it'd be great if we played the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Ah, oh, I would become the biggest Browns fan. <laughs> I. I'd, I'd paint myself brown. So That'd be weird. I'd paint myself orange. Yeah, easy. And, uh... Easy. And, uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my. Right. That took me five seconds, and that just hit. Easy. Oh, my That's not gosh. What I, I, you, it's not my fault you guys are that color. Oh, that was awesome. I'll paint myself orange, and I will go get a Baker oh Mayfield jersey. God. I would have a real crisis if that happened. Let's just hope that doesn't. I, I feel like this city would be so crazy, it'd be scary. Like it would, if the Browns just make the playoffs, oh my God. the city will Dude, go crazy. You, I've never I've never even seen it happen, and I know for a fact that none of us have ever seen a city like if the Browns were to host a playoff game. Right. Not right. even make it to the Super Bowl. Could you just imagine? Just host a playoff game. Could you, yeah. like, so the drive was the last time the Browns hosted an AFC championship game. That's crazy. That was... I, that was the year I was born. That was 31 years ago. That was the last time. We haven't been in the playoffs since 2002. We haven't had a home playoff game since I was seven. God, that's terrible. 1994. I was at the game. We won. We beat the Patriots. I feel like it'd be comparable to NBA championship. If they won? Yeah. They would throw, well, they would throw like, an Just a playoff win. They would throw an impromptu if, parade. Yeah, it would be very similar to the celebrations. I mean, and I don't even know what the celebration would be like if they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. I oh, mean, the city would just. I honestly think the parade for that would be. It would be pushing two million, maybe. I don't know. Oh, think of how many people are Browns fans, which is weird. There, there would be. But. There would. Like, this isn't hyperbole. There would actually be Browns fans flying into Cleveland from all over the world. Yeah. Oh yeah, because they have a weird like UK backing. Yeah. They have a they have there are there are Browns backers there are Browns backers clubs all over the world. It's because it's because I think a lot of it a lot of it is because of the '60s when they were like the powerhouse team, right? Yeah, I mean it's 50s. just it's just older generations like either and, and right. pass down their family and stuff. Um, Super Bowl is a little bit ahead of ourselves. Yeah, yeah but yeah, dream big. I mean, li- <laughs> uh, this is this is an example of it, like. 
This city is on fire right now for right. a team that's under 500. Right. The Browns are 5-7-1. and one. Like... Someone... Well, we're a, this is a football city. Yeah. Someone... I saw one of my friends tweeted, I wonder what the... Would the Indians fans be this excited? And he, he he's a, he's smart. So he I like, think I saw he, that. Yeah, he came I up with. That. Well, he didn't tweet. It. I think he subtweeted or something. Yeah, I saw it. And it was basically showing like what the equivalent baseball and NBA records yeah. would be for what the Browns are right now. So it, the record ah. record wise, it would essentially be like the Cavs were like thirty one and forty. And I think the Indians would be sixty eight and eighty, something like that. Yeah, nobody would be talking about no, the Indians. They would be talking about the Cavs. No. no, but that's a little different. No, well, right. The Browns yeah. have won like it is. zero games. It is. It is. Well, like, it's winning, also winning on, winning football, on Sunday eclipsed the amount of wins we've had the previous three seasons. Right. And, it, and it's, right. it's different Obnoxious. because football, uh, when you're five and seven, you still have a chance at the playoffs. Right. When you're sixty-eight and eighty, you pretty much don't have a chance when exactly. you're in baseball. And same with basketball, but yeah. it's different. And with you've football. also watched. 80 losses. Right. <laughs> Which is a lot. Every night you watch a loss yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, it's, just, it's just an example of how NFL is still king in, in, in the U.S. In yeah. the U.S. for sports. No doubt. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Browns have a big game like kind of we've been talking about Browns in Denver facing the Broncos. Uh, they actually left today, which is a day earlier than they normally would. Because they wanted to get yeah, acclimated to altitude. the altitude. Well, yeah. that's on Saturday night. Saturday night, yeah. Primetime game. I think it's on NBC. Saturday night games are usually NBC, I think. Yeah, late in the season. The so I think buses. Saturday and uh, Sunday games at night are always NBC, I think. Yeah, I think so. Because I, I think Mike Tarico's calling the game, and he's on NBC. Or is he ABC? No, he's NBC. Okay, okay. ABC doesn't do any. Uh, CBS does. Wait, ABC's ESPN. CBS, Fox. Well, ESPN, ESPN yeah. for Monday night. But football. but you'll never see an NFL game on ABC because they used to do Monday night football on ABC. Yeah, but that's old. Yeah, I'm uh, dating myself. I'm dating myself. <laughs> so yeah, right. Saturday night game, Bron- uh, Browns Broncos. Uh, two teams that are kind of go. I mean, the Broncos are still kind of. Uh, they're kind of. They're taking on water a little bit. They've had so many. Don't injuries. they have? Bumple Stiltskin as their uh, quarterback. What's his name? The guy the Texans got. Osweiler? He, yeah. Isn't no. he, who's their quarterback right their now? Their quarterback's Case Keenum. Oh, even but better. But it's going to be... Wait, right? Case Keenum. Where have I heard that name before? He was in Minnesota last year. Remember that miracle uh, Hail, like Hail Mary thing that had last year? That's where I've heard of him. Um, you want one? Yeah. Yeah. Hannah's drinking another beer. Oh. <laughs> Hannah's getting drunk. Guys, my dad's listening to this podcast. It's oh, just wait, is your dad not like beer? No, he does. Oh, okay. We, we, we drank last night working on the... Oh, oh my, my dad did You guys had a little party. I thought you guys were no, working. No, we did not. Yeah, okay, like Jordan's one to judge people <laughs> about drinking. <laughs> uh, okay, so... Uh, yeah, I mean, this is a huge game as far as playoff implications for both teams. Uh, as far as the wild card goes, Broncos have some injuries. It's going to be... A similar parallel uh, for the Browns with the Houston game uh, because Denver sports two really good pass rushers, and that's the basis of Houston's defense that oh, sort of gave Von the Browns Miller, a little bit of trouble. Von Miller, Von Miller and, and Bradley Chubb, okay, Chubb, who the Browns could have drafted, but they decided to take uh, uh, Denzel Ward. Instead. That's not a bad. No, no, Denzel Ward's been good. Denzel Ward's not playing this week. Well, I thought he was questionable. No, I they, he they, said they today officially he's not announced today that he's yeah. still under concussion. Well, we got Terrence Mitchell back, so that'll help. Hmm. Uh, 
So let's go around the room real quick. Predictions? Uh, I, I'm sure none of us have really studied that. Well, I have because I'm a freak. But uh, Browns, Broncos. Who you got? I say Browns. Why not? Keep it going. Break. They've killed so many demons this year. Why not kill another demon? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I say Browns. 33 to 17. Woo! You're going to blow them out. I think so. Wow. And I think they're going to put up a lot of points. Who's next? I'm up, huh? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be the bad guy here. Oh, no. No. Uh, Denver by, um, say, by two touchdowns. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So you think it's going to be a repeat of the Houston game, essentially? Correct. Yeah. Huh. Do you think it's going to be little dumb mistakes that lead to that kind of stuff? Or do you think they're going to have a two-touchdown cushion for the mo- the end of the fourth? I think, I think for the most of the game, it's going to be just kind of out of reach. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. Being really, uh, you know. Right, Debbie. Yeah. Debbie down. And okay, I Debbie. Debbie. Sorry. Sorry. Got to be a bad guy sometimes. Me? Yes, sure. you. No, the other person that's on the podcast. With me. No, we're going in a circle, <laughs> obviously. Um, <laughs> I'm over here, Jordan. <laughs> I, I forgot you're on the podcast. <laughs> I'm going to say Browns. Okay. I'm not, like, overwhelmed by the Broncos this year. No. And I think the Browns have just enough life with this idea of potentially making the playoffs that Baker's got it. Um, score? I'll say 31-27 Browns. Oh, so a close one. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't think it's going to be easy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I, uh, I'm taking the Browns too. Um, I think uh, I've been hearing the Browns and they're, they're actually, players are talking about the playoffs, which normally I wouldn't like, but I think we're to a point in the season now and like they know that if they lose one game they're done. So essentially they're they're not in the playoffs but they're playing playoff games the next three the last three weeks because they have to win all yeah, the game. Yeah. Which is makes so it for I, great TV. I almost like the sense of urgency. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that so the Browns haven't gotten any primetime games this year. I mean they had that Thursday night game which for us in Cleveland was a huge deal cuz we opened the fridges and we won a freaking game. Oh for yeah, the first yeah, time. yeah. I remember. We, we yeah, we had a watch party. But like, mm-hmm. it's not like that wasn't a big game for the rest of like the country. Like in the like <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to be right, it, it was, I'm not trying to be funny, but it was Jets Browns. It was like, week. Yeah, the it was. Two it was worst week three. I mean, the, the, the only years. compelling thing about that game was it was Baker Mayfield against Sam Darnold. Well, right. it really, even wasn't Baker Mayfield That's until terrible. until mm-hmm. almost halftime. I forgot Tarad. about Terod Taylor. Yeah, he got uh, hurt. First of all, Terod and I are best friends now. Did you yeah. know this? Wait, what? Yeah. We'll go back. We'll go back. You actually know him? We met. Yeah, he did He did some uh, work with City Mission. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. We've been talking. Yeah. Talking, oh. <laughs> No, not, that's not. Talking, That sounds say. a lot more exciting than what it is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's married. No, uh, he's not. Hannah would know. I'm She's pretty been talking positive. to him. Are you sure she would know? <laughs> I'm like 90-ish percent sure. Um, okay, so yeah, I, I think the Browns are going to win. I think they're going to win 24 to 16. Okay. 
There's going to be a missed extra point in there. Well, do we yeah, of course, the of course there's going to be. It's uh, Last I saw it, it was uh, Browns plus three. So the Browns are getting three points. So, like... Yeah. I would definitely take that bet. Oh, for sure. Um, like, how it works Unless is that it, swing, it swings out. three points. You can't either. have four people thinking the Browns are going to win. There's so, got to be a little diversity. So Vegas essentially thinks that these two teams are even. Uh, the home team always gets three points. Mm-hmm. So, because the Broncos are at home, they're three-point favorite. Well, and it's mile high. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's going to be rocking. It's not just That's, any home. Yeah. It's not like you're playing at Cincinnati, <clears> which <throat> the stadium's not even half full. Like, that place will be rocking. Uh, so, yeah. Three Browns wins and a loss. Jimmy says loss, even though he's president of the Mayfield Mafia. Would you take the three <laughs> points, though? Would you take? Would you change your mind? Well, what did you say? What would you say for a score? I didn't give you a specific score. Oh, I said score. By 14. Score. Oh, okay. So, yeah, he would take the points. You're eliminated. Yeah, <laughs> you're out. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, that should be on the soundboard. Yeah, let's talk real quick. Uh, <clears throat> we're kind of rambling a little bit, but Baker raised a lot of money the other night for Providence, Providence House, House, which I think is really cool. Mm-hmm. Is Providence House similar to what? I don't ask him that question. Well, Providence House is like. It's like a crisis center for like kids. I think. I don't know. I don't want to say anything wrong. Yeah, I know I it's. Know. A, I okay. mean, I know it's a great organization. No, it is. I, I so when I when I interned for the Cavs uh, a long time ago, uh, we did some work with the Providence House. I actually got to go there and uh, got to tour like the facility and stuff and meet some of the kids and stuff. And um, so that was cool. I was like. Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, right out of, right out of college. Not, not even out of college yet. Um, but yeah, so he raised a, over one hundred and ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars uh, the other night, just auctioning off stuff. So him and his fiance auctioned off a dinner date for Aww. the highest bidder, and it went for like thirty-four thousand dollars. Wow. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, it's not wow. awesome. Yeah. And Baker actually bid on a. Uh, purple guitar signed by Prince and uh, bid ten thousand dollars for it. That's awesome. So, um, that according was really cool. to the World Wide Web, <clears throat> Providence House. But wait, is wait a... did you just say the World Wide Web? Yes. Okay. The, the, the internet's and Google's. Oh Providence goodness. House is a crisis nursery committed to child abuse prevention and family oh, preservation okay. nice. in the Cleveland area. I knew it. Crisis center for. Oh, so I, it's a good. I just said for kids, but so it's a good. Um, it's a good thing. Yeah, for sure. And he did his. Uh, so you know, I'm sure you know about because you're big on like uh, players, like fashion and stuff. Yeah. So the NFL did this my cause my cleats thing uh, mm-hmm. last week, where usually they have to wear team colored, team issued like cleats, like cleats. And but stuff. for one week, the NFL lets them um, do a cause of their choice, and that's what Baker did. And he auctioned off those cleats, and his cleats got fourteen thousand dollars. Nice. So nice. So it was really cool to see that. There was a couple guys that did the city mission on their cleats. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. From the Browns? Mm-hmm. Was it Terod? Well, he did He did his foundation. Oh, that makes sense. But Terod did organize the entire dinner at Laura's home. Mm-hmm. Um, and a, a lot of the players came. There was like eight of them. Yeah. I think awesome. I, I, saw, I saw some of the pictures. Christian Kirksey, I think, was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Who is... Uh, I should know this. Anyway. Who's their second tight end? Not Ajoku. Uh, uh, oh, um, how do I not know? Set the valve? 
Orson Charles. Yes. Yeah. He wore some fishing cleats. They actually put him on IR today. He busted up his ankle, mm. so he's done for the year. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. He, he basically plays fullback for us. He's listed as a tight end, but he plays fullback. He plays fullback. Yeah, he's a blocking tight end. Uh, yeah, so that's going to do it for our Browns talk. Let's uh, talk real quick about the Cavs. Delhi's back. What do we think? Delhi's back. I mean, I'm happy. Did you, did you see, by the way, have you seen how his shooting motion has changed? Uh, it looks the same. Why would change? It's up higher. It goes uh, like, it literally goes, he, he shot, puts it from like almost behind his head, like through like that. that yeah. Way. It used to be like right here and he would push. Yeah. Now it's like over top of his head. It's, it's weird. weird. It looks really weird. He's an Australian but he went, touch but he made, to it. He made three out of five last night. Yeah, he had a nice homecoming. So, I he mean, awesome. like, you know, Delhi's not. Cool. I, did, I mean, yeah, but it's, people it's, it's, Delhi. But it's, that's you know the thing. It's, it's the nostalgia it's, of it. Like, because the team's not going to give us wins this year. So, yeah. at least, you know, Have they, they re-signed Channing Fry. They brought him back this mm-hmm. year. He never plays, but whatever. He's awesome. He's Channing Fry. Bring Fry. players that the fans love and yeah. who are fan favorites. Right. But I disagree that they're not playing Colin Sexton enough. He should be playing as much as he could he physically is. play. I think Delhi is good for Colin Sexton, though. I agree with I that. I thought Delhi was really good for Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, at the begin, the first like beginning of the well, year... no, was, like a few nights ago, I was... I remember he so, didn't play so there in was like a, crunch there, time. Yeah, so they did, that was a, that's a te- I mean that's a te- like not every game he's gonna play. It's that's yeah, a teaching no, moment. It, yeah, he had a bad that, game, and the coach is like, "Okay, you're gonna yeah, sit out. Yeah. Like, watch." Mm-hmm. No, that, I get that. Okay, it's a learning process. They're not trying yeah. to win games this year. They're trying to get the number that's one true. pick. They're vying for Zion. <laughs> I mean, I love that Delhi's back in football. Yeah, I think it's hard not to be happy. He was always one of my favorite Cavs. Yeah, anybody who who like. Just plays dirty against the Warriors has my my blessing. So what's going on over there? I can't have Jr. Delhi's not a bad. Oh my goodness. <laughs> hey, on the bright side, if he does go to Houston, uh, you can at least kind of support Houston with me. No. Yeah, no, I would. Would you wear a Jr. jersey? Not a from Houston. Jersey. If you bought it for me. Yeah. If right. I bought you a T-shirt jersey, you know those of Jr. Tees? Yeah. Yeah. But Houston, not I would. Okay. Ugh. I mean, I'm a Jr. fan. Like, doesn't right, right. I'm a Cleveland fan Most first, people don't but I'm a Jr. fan. Randos in the NBA like this, I do. but you do. Okay, that's fine. It happens. I don't know if he would do anything with Houston, but sure. At this point, Houston needs all the help they can get. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Anyhow, uh, so I heard uh, the jerseys for the Cavs. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see them. I'll look them up. <laughs> I haven't seen them. So bad. Jimmy likes it. I, I don't see the problem here. What? You you don't see the problem with just random colors? No, they're just random so, colors. Like, throw a dart, like, on a color board, no, and just, no. let's make the jerseys that no, color. No, so there's, there's... Oh, so I'm sure there's a reason. Look at, if you look at Kevin Love's Instagram, you find out the... And then I looked into the jerseys more, and I understand the reason the why they went with those edition? colors. Is that what I forgot yeah, Kevin so, Love existed. So, together. the playoff teams got this extra jersey. If you made the playoffs last year... So every playoff, t- and and speaking of Houston, so the got one. Speaking of Houston, I actually think Houston's got <laughs> got like the coolest one. I mean, it's better than what we have now. Oh, Cleveland isn't bad. So it's the same design as those god awful blue the and orange Geary ones. Kind of ones. Yeah, um, but the colors are white and like a light blue. 
And oh my gosh, Golden State say the town. I can't stand the town. No, whatever. Yes, such really. It's such really? a copy oh. of the land. No, that's what they. That's what no. they were. I thought that's what they were called from the seventies. No. The town no. wasn't that what they were called? Yeah, but I I don't I don't remember them ever. That like, never started until the land started. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I, I think thought. you're right, but they never used it. No, not until. All right. So, so they're they're white on top, and they have that that little like like jagged like design thing in the middle, mm-hmm. and then it changes colors into a blue, and it's supposed to be uh, like Lake something Harry. with like ice and water or something. Yeah. Yeah, he said ice and water. Yeah, and if you water and ice, and if you look, and if there, if you look at the Cavs pictures of them, so on the shorts, it says one of five great. Oh. And that's because it's one of the five great, great lakes. lakes. So it's supposed okay. to be about Lake Erie. I don't hate it. No, it's icy. For winter, like it looks yeah. like a cool winter. But thing. like, what are they gonna are, are they gonna have a court design for that jersey now too? Because they had a court design for the other Nike one. Nike needs to stop. Like, I, don't, extra I mean, jerseys. Miami's hot pink, so it could be worse. No, actually, I'm all about cool. the hot pink. Jerseys. The Miami Vice jerseys. Those Come cool. on. I, Come on, the, you didn't the, think that the black, millennial man here. The black would one's not good. The black like, one is cool, but the hot. No, pink they one have is another cool. one. That they got they 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 made the playoffs last year too, so they got an earned. Edition jersey and it's pink. I know it's bright. It's all pink. I know I yeah, saw it. Jordan likes that. The stuff. other I love one's it. better. I would I would absolutely wear that stuff. jersey. Can we just make fun of the Spurs for being the worst, one of the worst Western teams you right just, now? No, you just don't and like And this grotesque camo jersey they debuted. Stupid. How dare you? There we. I mean, how dare you? This Miami jersey. You're not gonna tell me that's hot with two T's. It's hot pink. <laughs> that's beautiful. It's I would wear like that. Neon. Okay, New Orleans. For the second time in a row, they've made really good jerseys. Yeah, okay, we're not going to go through all of them. I want to. Uh, I mean, they're a little odd. I feel like they're the Nike's Bucks, doing man. what they were doing with, like, Oregon. Yeah, no. what, kind of drug, what kind of drugs are the Bucks on? <laughs> they're on that good stuff. Oh, man, that is a gross jersey. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't have a problem with it. They're doing that with football in college. I they're making, hate and, like, the it. Color I hate it rush, so much. The color NBA rush. should only ever have three jerseys. Four, four if you play on Christmas. You should have your home and away, and then your alternate, and then Christmas if you play on Christmas. That's it. No yeah, other I'm, ones. But I, I just feel this. like be, I don't know. Nike's I know why night totally well, It's a cash grab. Jerseys. It's a cash grab. Right. So they want to yeah. do that. I'm more of a traditionalist than a minimalist when it comes to like jerseys. The only traditional design. sport left is baseball, as far as jerseys go. Yeah. Well, that's gonna change because so I think freaking Nike's taking it over now. No, I think it was Under Armour. No, didn't. I thought it got. Like, it was Under Armour. It doesn't matter if it's Under Armour or Nike, it's going to change. Yeah. Well, all I know is it's stupid because Chief Wahoo's not on the Indians jersey anymore. Oh, that's a whole nother debate. That's another debate. Yeah. Uh, We actually, I think we had that debate, like, a while ago. I think we... We should bring it up as a a poll. Oh, yeah, when the season starts. Yeah. Because there's always that that obnoxiousness. Speaking of the Indians, Hmm. uh, there's a trade made today. And I've got to be honest with you... It was pretty out of left field for me. I don't know what you guys thought, but I'd like... I did not see this I, <laughs> I had heard... Well, because, like, all the talk's been about they're going to trade either Kluber or Bauer. Well, I still think that's happening. It could very well happen. Um, trade Kluber. I just... I, I, don't, I don't think... I don't think they're getting what they want right now, so they decide to move on to this for now. Um, I've been hearing rumblings that Eddie was going to get traded just because they owe him so much money and for this year, and they kind of are... Trying to uh, strip some salary off the books. Are you are you done with Eddie? 
Do you think Eddie's time has passed for the Indians? Like in a perfect world. No, let me finish. In a perfect world, if money was not an issue, and if we wanted Eddie, we could keep Eddie. Would you have kept him? Uh, well, if money's not an issue, there'd be 25 other DHs. Okay, no, no, I understand what I'm saying. No, no, but I'm talking about, like, you literally, it's like, hey, Eddie, do you want to stay? Hey, you know, front office, should we keep Eddie? That's the situation. Money's not an issue. Nothing's an issue other than do you want this person to be on your baseball team to help you win the, the pennant? Would you keep him? Yeah, probably. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, maybe I'm... The guy still hits 35 home runs, drives in 100. I might still be, like, partial towards Santana because he was on the Indians for so long, but I don't see a huge... a a huge difference between the two. Yeah, well, I mean, they're a little bit different as to how they go about their business, but... uh, I was always a fan of Santana. I like... I I actually was really bummed. I like Carlos, too. But I'm also a huge Eddie fan. There's something about Eddie that is just cool. I like, like both of them. He is just yeah. cool. Like he's cool. Yeah. He hits awesome home runs. I I've seen him hit some when I've gone to games. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a bummer he's gone. I love his last name as well. I think that's really cool. I've said cool a lot of times. I need to not <laughs> cool, use that man. word again. Um, it's like when I say anyway. Cool. I, he's a millennial. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. cool. Hey, at least I didn't say like a thousand times. I did sure. earlier though. When I was describing my Christmas songs, I said it probably too. Uh, but Santana is a great player, and I was really bummed when the Indians lost him. Honestly, well, they didn't lose him. But like when you know when he moved on, no, they did. Yeah. Well, well they, I, I guess he they, left his yeah. free agent to do the Philly experiment, which yeah, went nowhere. They traded. What Seattle. happened to the Phillies? I thought they were going to be good, and they They're just kind of like. Really um. Bad. Anyways, so that's cool that he's back, Santana. Uh, it's a bummer about Encarnacion. I feel like he was a fan favorite. Wouldn't, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, but so is Carlos. Yeah, yeah. so is I kind of feel the same People way about Carlos. having them on my team. The only thing about Carlos that I like more than Eddie is, I feel like with Encarnacion, you're like, well, it's either going to be a home run or a strikeout. <laughs> well, yeah. well I, mean, I mean, that's very typical of the DH. Right, but you know. Carlos draws a ton of walks. Like, he walks a lot. So, yeah. like, He's I more feel of a, a little bit more... Well, what position did he play? Um... He'll play first He's base. First, first in DH. He first. came he used up, to be a catcher. He came up as a catcher. That's but they moved right. him to first base. He'll play first base in DH. So he's a little more versatile than. I'm kind of indifferent yeah. to the trade. He's also I don't know younger. That I understand he's 32. It. He he's is 32. Younger. Yeah, Eddie's at the point of his career where he can't play. He can't really play the field anymore. No. So, and I, mean, I, I will take a 32 year old over a 35, 36 year old. Yeah. Like the injury differences between those ages mm-hmm. is crazy. Uh, so there's actually another arm to this trade. Uh, okay. It was actually a three team deal. Uh, so we also sent Yandy Diaz to Tampa Bay. I am sad about that. And we got first baseman Jake Bowers. You from like Tampa. the most random, like random players Yandy. on it's your team? Because he has big muscles. <sighs> I, I mean, I've always liked Yandy. He's a good. I mean, he's Yandy's young. Like, he's he looks like he looks like Tarzan. Plays if I could Jane. pick the most <laughs> random, you know that guy. That Yandy's. guy can probably bench five hundred pounds. You know he yeah. had one home Wasn't run last year. Wasn't he the guy who had like five thousand <coughs> steroids? Or was he the one who got busted? Or no, no. no, no. But he looks like if you look at him, he looks like he would hit you forty home runs. But he hit one home he run looks last like a year. Football yeah. player. He's not good, Hannah. No, oh, but I like I. I mean, I mean he's he hit young. for a decent enough average. He's super young. Is he? Isn't he? He's like twenty-eight. 
Really? That's I think young. he's younger that's than young. that. No, he's that's young. Huh? Yeah, first of all, young. he's younger than me, first so he's of young. All, young. For a base okay, for a baseball <laughs> player that hasn't really played in the majors that long, yeah, I guess it's so. not young. But isn't an MLB isn't like the twenty the late twenties prime for MLB? Oh, yeah. Right. I yeah. just think I don't know. Well, he I hasn't feel like... hit any prime yet. He's barely oh. played in the majors. I see what you're saying. Right. He yeah. didn't play like, like consistently. Like, okay, like, he's like Yuli. This he's isn't, like Yuli Gurriel. This isn't, yeah. this isn't really like a comparison because obviously Frankie Lindor is much better than Yandy Diaz, but Frankie Lindor was 22 when he was in when the majors. When he debuted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like Yandy Diaz, I think he's 27. He's one of those later dudes. I don't know. I'm we'll indifferent see. about the trade. I don't think the Indians are anywhere near I like I like Jake Bowers. Yeah. Um, he didn't hit particularly well last year, but uh, they say he's got power. I know the ladies are going to love him. The Indians Already would be – I know they're not done. The Indians would be stupid no. if they were done. They're they literally – the division is theirs. If they, if, want it, if they want it, they can have it. Like If they're going to trade Kluber, I hope it's to the Dodgers. I think they're going to trade power. <laughs> Why? Do you want Kluber to never win the World Series? No, because I want to get as much talent back in return as possible. Oh, because they would And do. we need outfielders, and the Dodgers have like nine oh major league uh, caliber I'm outfielders. trying to be – Oh, man. Like so, the Indians are rumored to be getting uh, to want the Dodgers' top prospect, who is an outfielder, possibly a center okay. fielder. Okay. Cody Bellinger would. Oh, might come I like back Bellinger. In the trade. I'm a big Bellinger fan. Yeah. So, like, big the Bellinger Indians have. So, the thing that I don't understand about this Encarnacion trade is so coming into the offseason, the Indians had two big holes. They had hole in the outfield, and they had holes in the bullpen. This just created another hole because Yandy Diaz was going to play third base for us this year. So now we with this trade, we didn't fix any any part of our outfield. We didn't fix any part of our bullpen, and we just created a hole at third base. So there's no possible way that they're done. Even like it's yeah, about no, I, I can't imagine they're yeah. And done. I you might not like this, but um, I think either Yonder Alonso or Carlos won't be on the Indians. No, well, I, mean, I feel like they can't be. Yeah. Who did they already lose? They lo- they lost Gomes, right? They traded mm-hmm. Gomes, which is a straight salary. Who did they goal. get for, for Gomes? It's just a cash consideration. No, it's just oh. a prospect. Trade him for prospects. How bad of a loss is that going to be, do you think? Oh, it'll be big. Yeah. So they have to, they're going to have to fill As soon as they traded Gomes, I'm like, they're trading Kluber because Gomes was Kluber's catcher. Did you already debate whether it was going to be Kluber oh, or Bauer? No, that's a good point. Huh? He did brought you already up a debate good on here whether it would be Kluber or Bauer? Who he brought up other Seago. I, I don't know if you guys have just. No, we that. haven't. No, we haven't talked about the Indians in like a month. I still think it's going to be Bauer. Why? He's younger. He yeah, is but younger, gonna, but, but he's going to cost more. So he doesn't have a long-term contract. He is. He's hitting arbitration, which means he's difficult. Which means his his he's got an attitude that's stupid. Like sometimes I find I him like funny, him. and sometimes well, that, I'm like, "This could not." You don't be like a great him because thing. he fights with your Astros. Whoa, we hit home no. runs off. Well, it's not so. even that, but like he openly <coughs> talks about his uh, contract on cheat. Twitter, which how I you, think is how inappropriate. Do, how do you cheat when you hit a guy like Bauer? I'm not There's even no going there. to. Like, He's like, "Oh, the using tar." He's such a little baby. He's whining about people using tar, but he's like, "But you know, everyone does it." I'm like, "Okay, then you do it, then Bauer." Since you apparently can't pitch in the postseason, I just think it's not a good idea to, to tweet about your contract. I don't think it's a good idea to tweet about any of the stuff that he tweets about. I mean, that Let's has always here. been him. But I just think I don't, if I was uh, the Indi- if I was in the front office, I'd be looking at that like, mm, 
You know what you have with Kluber. You know Kluber's are at least... Right. Well, including postseason, too. He's struggled a little bit recently, but there's reasons for that. But uh, regular season, you know he's going to get you a lot of wins. You know that Kluber will. Right. Do you want just regular season wins, which you need because it's a grind? I would keep Kluber. I agree. At first, I was thinking maybe Bauer, but I, he's so well, I mean, goofy. it's tough because he's younger and he has all but the pitchers can world, be older. But like, pitchers can, can be, be older. Pitcher, pitchers can be older. I know. Older. You know I would keep Kluber just because I trust him. But I could go both and ways. And Kluber doesn't screw around on social media. Well, he doesn't really have any emotions. That's what I mean. That's a good thing. He That's does a, have a Twitter account, though. That's a good thing that he's not like that. Mm-hmm. I wish more athletes were like that. I hate these athletes that are just tweeting away all the time. Like, what are well, you yeah, doing? Yeah, it's like you when you're at work, just tweeting away. Well, I'm not He an has always been an odd bird, and I don't care that he embraces it. But if I, I was going to choose between the two, you're just, I mean, you're just so sure with Kluber. Right. I, I think uh, – I don't mind what Bauer does on Twitter mm-hmm. because I think it fuels him, and I think it, I think it helps him pitch better. Except – when oh, it's totally, yeah. It's absolutely how he gets amped so, up. But well, there's some what are his explanations he when he talks shit before, like, the playoff games, the last two playoff seasons, and he just laid an egg against the Yankees and against the Astros? I mean, I think he does it. He so overdoes Kluber. it. Yeah. Well, but... Well, but what? I Wasn't he injured or something? I don't know. Something was off. Well, of so Kluber. was Bauer. Yeah, Bauer had Bauer had to pitch back. out of the bullpen last year because he... Yeah. I love Bauer. I think that okay. he does it on purpose. Well, I think he's a super. Of course he does. No, of course person. he does it on purpose. I just think that's him. Like he never cares. Like to sh- like he always is fine to share what he's. I thinking. just don't know if it's a healthy thing to have on a baseball team. That's all. Or any. I don't know. Team. Like it. I don't even think that bothers me. But if you're making me choose between the two, I would go Kluber. Yeah, I just wish he wouldn't talk about his contract. That's the only thing I wish he wouldn't talk about. Yeah. That, that's a good point. You actually. Other than that, I don't really have a. The problem. other stuff is just kind of trash talk. Yeah, like, I mean, I don't the, have the a contract problem. stuff. Yeah, right. Is you actually, just don't like it because it's with your. It's with your. You team. know, since we hit home runs off of him, he can say all he wants. <laughs> okay, well, let's okay. see how good the Astros are this year. We're not going to be good this year because we just traded well, half of our team. And Morton left it too. Yeah. are doing. He's going to like Tampa Bay. Yeah, he's going to Tampa Bay. So it's clear that Lulo or whatever his name is is just doing the same crap. Oh yeah. But the Indians have to be in super or super. World wow, Series or bust this, mode. This might be the most yeah. rambly episode we've ever done. Oh, for sure. Sorry. Which is no, it's fine. I'm here. I actually, no, I'm good. fine with it. Good. It's good. Um, um, I agree with you. The Indians can win the division again. They know that. So they could not make another move right now and win the division. Yeah, but that's they what I'm, can't yeah. if they want to go anywhere besides well, right. winning the division. Yeah. So go for it. That's what I'm saying. That's what they're. This gonna is do. why the the Dolans why they're gonna, are so frustrating. That's why they're going to wake up tomorrow salaries. and they're going to sign Bryce Harper. Well, that, but that is why they're dumping salaries. Carlos costs a lot less Whoa. than Edwin. Yeah. Why didn't I think of that? That's what they're doing. They're going to. That's pick exactly up a what couple. they're doing. They're not going to pick up Bryce Harper. No, not Bryce Harper. No, they're but that's pick, what they're doing. I think. I think they could be clearing salary to make another mega offer attempt to Lindor to try and lock him up. Or that would be key. Um, because we, if we don't resign, if we don't sign him to a contract extension this year, Watch you out. could you could maybe go until like up until the winter meetings next year, but then. If you can't come up with a deal with him, they're gonna have to trade him because you can't lo- you can't let him walk for nothing. Yeah. If we yeah. don't resign him, I'm gonna be heartbroken. No, I'm gonna be honest. That would make oh. me sad. Oh my gosh, yeah. It would I be- mean, the Indians would be dead like yeah. for up uh, for a long time. Yeah. Like. Yep. They would just have. They would just start selling everything off and completely strip everything down. This is why the Dolans are the worst owners in pro sports. I can't stand them. 
Look what they did to the Knicks. Uh, they've been really good, I don't, though. I don't know if I they've agree They've been with good that. to the They Indians. got lucky to land a couple of these guys in their I think system. The, I think the owner of the basketball team in Cleveland's a worse owner than yeah. I mean, yes, but... No, how are the Dolans, like the Dolans not dishing money out right now? You can totally win the World Series with this team. You, you need to add a few done, parts. I don't think you can say that until because they're Because that, that's not fiscally responsible. You can't do that. I'll work for the Red Sox. Well, here's the thing. No, no, no. <laughs> totally here's the thing. The, so the Dolans aren't like independently wealthy. Like they're not billionaires that True. own a sports True. team just as a hobby. Mm-hmm. Like it is very much like legit. Steve Ballmer with the Clippers. Right. Like Steve straight, Ballmer's worth twenty right. billion dollars. Right. It's a and, straight. Like the Clippers are just a yeah. hobby to him. It's a straight business for the Dolans. I get yeah. that. And they've made some it's really just, good decisions. It's just very yeah, frustrating. They've made some great decisions. I mean, it's the fact very... that the Indians. The Indians, in their market size, have made the baseball playoffs with no salary cap three straight years is actually very... No, you're right. It's, it's, I mean, it's, even it's getting pretty legit. I just want to. big deal. I just, I just yeah. want to see the Indians pull in a Bryce Harper or someone like that. Just someone crazy and just be like, whoa, okay, I it's mean, happening. I, mean, I would like, love that. I, I, I'm serious. Like, why not? Like, why? regret it in two years. Well, but it's because, World Series because, or bust. Who cares? Because you can't. Because you can't. Yeah, it's true. Because then you can't sign it. Like if the Indians were to come out uh, tomorrow and say, "Oh, we signed Bryce Harper to a six-year, hundred eighty million dollar contract," you can kiss Francisco Lindor goodbye. Because they wouldn't okay. be able to. Keep All right. Well, it doesn't that. have to be Bryce Harper. Lock up Lindor and get someone else who's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I, that's, yeah, 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 sure. I just said Bryce Harper because he's the big free agent, or is he free agent right now, or what yeah, is he's his free agent? Yeah, free agent. Yeah. And he actually has ties to Ohio because uh, his wife went to Ohio State. Oh, that's why he was on. Game day as their celebrity picker wearing a Wait, really? state jacket. I didn't know that. He's from Vegas, but his wife plays. Yes, soccer. because he was supporting the Golden Knights yeah, in, the, in the finals, and I was uh, like, "Dude, I would be okay with Bryce Harper, but not if that meant no, not right? at the expense not of Lindor. The, right. Not at the expense of yeah. Lindor. Lindor is the type of guy who is going to go down as like a Derek Jeter or something. Like, I mean, he's going to be yeah. like everyone's going to know his name. Well, yeah. that's the thing, right? Like, I feel like baseball has such a hard time with. Faces and being recognizable, and like and Lindor is. What did the MLB do to the Indians and the Astros? They screwed them in the playoff schedule. So it's true. And yeah. they had the most boring World Series the ever. Worst so. times ever. Yeah, it was not. They really did. No, and I'm being. I'm not being funny. I know, obviously, Houston's, but, but, but like the Indians have Lindor. They have Ramirez. They have Clue. Like they have all these dudes, and like you screw them. Man, that's another. You're time. bringing me back to a really bad time. Yeah. Can we not do it. this? Hey, I had a bad time this. Postseason two, stop. so yeah, well, we didn't cheat. Uh, we uh, we got beat by the Red Sox. No. All right, Jordan, what do we got? Come I don't on. remember. Look at oh yep. no! You got turned off. No, yep. turn your phone off. Okay, Jordan's not committed to this. He's been watching the Rockets while we've been recording. Uh, okay, all right, all right. I'm gonna dock your pay. Jordan's been on Tinder this entire time. Tinder. Oh, let's not say that Don't because say Teresa that. listens to this. <laughs> what was that? Yeah, what was she like? As she should be if I was on Tinder. So. Yeah. Uh, too. The Cleveland Flea has their holiday market going on. That's actually really cool. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. The Flea is cool. Um, it's gonna. It's at Madison Park in Lakewood. So this is mm-hmm. different than the usual Cleveland Flea location, which mm-hmm. is in Cleveland. So it's at something called Madison Park Lakewood. We're going to post the address and all that on the you know, online. Um, 
and it's Friday, December 14th. That is today, if you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> Go today, people. Um, I think it's only on Friday, from what I'm seeing here. And it's going to be 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. So, uh, small admission, um, as usual, for the fleet. Um, the Cleveland Orchestra, unfortunately, we missed the uh, Handel's Messiah, which they had last weekend. Um, but they have a whole bunch of awesome Christmas orchestras or, uh, Christmas, um, what would you call it? Symphonies, orchestras, concerts, Christmas concerts coming up. Yeah. Uh, so the Cleveland Symphony Orchestra, world renowned, uh, will be doing, um, every weekend and that is Thursday through Sunday is what I mean by weekend for the rest of the holiday season. Mm -hmm. They are going to be doing Christmas concerts. Uh, tons of Christmas classics. I heard a rumor that ha uh, the Hallelujah Chorus might be included in this, which would be really cool. Yeah. Either way, if it's at Severance Hall, this is the world-renowned Cleveland Symphony Orchestra. Um, even if you think it's not exactly your thing, you probably will enjoy it. Uh, tickets are 25 to $75 if you buy them face value. They can go a lot higher than that if you buy them at, oh, uh, on a third-party site. But Cleveland Symphony Orchestra, it's a good time, and it's take it's these are very family friendly previews. By the way, uh, I felt we should be more wholesome for the Christmas season. Yeah, and these are really fun ideas as well. So uh, there's that. So something I found online, it's called Heritage Farms. So Heritage Farms is like this family-owned farm out in the country area. Um, and I'm looking up the name of the city it's in. Sorry. I am not. It's in uh, River uh, Peninsula, Ohio. Mm -hmm. I've, yeah. never, I've never heard of it. Never been there. South. Okay. Like so sort of what? Akron ish. Area. So 40 minutes or so from yeah. where we are, Cleveland area. So Heritage Farms kind of has that whole Christmas tree farm, a little cafe where you can get hot chocolate and snacks. You know, they have all that kind of stuff going on. So if you're into cutting your own Christmas tree, if you're into. Uh, just having a, a family fun day that you see in a movie, you know, all the Christmas movies where you pick out your tree. Um, Heritage Farms would be a great spot. You could support a local business as opposed to a corporation of some sort. So um, from now till the, you know, the Christmas, it's going to be, they're going to have um, availability to go pick out your tree. We'll, we'll post more details online, of course. Um, and there's something at the Cleveland Botanical Gardens, which are most people think of as a summer outing, which yep. it is. But they have something called Glow, and it is essentially an indoor super Christmas tree display. So all kinds of different Christmas trees, all kinds of different Christmas decorations. Um, again, more of a family-friendly event, but it's Christmas, so that's what people do, you know, and it's a good, it's, it's a good time. So um, they have, from November 23rd, which is obviously passed, to January 5th, you can do you can check out this display um the hours are vary between the weekdays and the weekends so i'll post those hours um and admission is 16 dollars for adults and 12 dollars for children so it's a little pricey but if it's something cool. that sounds like a unique thing to do that's different from the usual christmas outing you know might want to check it out so that's the events for the week tso Forgot about that. Trans Siberian Orchestra. I don't know the dates that they're going to be. I think it's the 30th. The 30th of December? 30th, yeah. Okay. 
So, First of Christmas Eve or something. Have you ever seen them? I've never seen them, no. They're so good. Unreal. Oh, that's what I've show so I've never good. seen them, though. Yeah, it's worth it. Just for like, it's worth it just for like the, lights the lighting. The, that's what I heard, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Because um, they play the same songs every single time. Right. Like, like it's a show. It's like it's almost like a play, almost. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah no, that yeah, sounds it's, great. It's super cool. It's definitely worth it to go at least once. Everybody should go see TSL once. Awesome. All right. That's it. Yeah, we rambled for sure. <laughs> hey, who cares? But, we had a guest. Yeah. Uh, Hannah, thanks for coming on again. Thanks for having me. Of course. Jimmy, over there. Yes, sir. You awake? You know, barely. <laughs> Gotta make that drive back Longest to good old Ken, Ohio. Are you going back tonight? Yeah. Oh. I thought you were going to Strongsville tonight. Mm-mm. I got like a 15-foot walk that way. Yeah, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> I have a 20-minute drive. Yeah. Make it 55. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're rambling again, so... Um, that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, once again, check out the New Horizons project online uh, for all the updates. You can see pictures and videos when they have the ribbon cutting ceremony and all that good stuff. Um, if you guys have a cause or an event or something that you want us to highlight, let us know. Hit us up, direct message us, email us, all that good stuff. Hit us up on social media. Um, but we will catch you guys next time. Um, follow us and interact with us on social media at the LOTL podcast on all platforms. That's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, check out our website for some new posts here coming up uh, this weekend and in the next week. Uh, that's LOTLpodcast.com. And we will, let's see, we're doing an episode next week, right? Yeah. I think. That would be the last one for before the Christmas break, right? Yeah. yeah. I think we're going to take that week off. Yeah, the next week we would take off. So we got one more episode of 2018. Of Ooh. Christmas. Of holiday cheer. Just literally 2018. Oh, of 2018 too. Yeah. yeah. I see what you're saying. That's going to be next Thursday. Thursday night. Okay. So uh, thanks again for listening on iTunes or SoundCloud. Check us out there. Uh, tell your friends. Uh, retweet, repost our stuff. So we can get our name out there. Follow us. Subscribe. Uh, rate us all that good stuff uh, and we will catch you guys next time so for Hannah for Jordan and for Jimmy I'm Dan uh, you've been listening to Living Off the Land and we will catch you guys next time see ya